Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Welcome to today's episode of Mythbusters. <laughs> Mythbusters? Yes. Do we bust any myths on this show? We're going to bust a really big one any second now. It's better than busting a move. Or busting balls. I am. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd know more about that than me. <laughs> oh. G'day, listeners. Ching. How are you? What's going down in Trady Town? Oh, shit. <laughs> really? Did we go there? <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to be all hip and young and shit. Yeah, but they know. They see the grey in your beard. No, not they on the do. podcast. This is why we no, don't no. do video episodes. <laughs> don't forget the photo on the front of the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. I should, I should like, Photoshop a black beard onto me. <laughs> you wouldn't you look ridiculous at all. No. <laughs> big, big, bushy black eyebrows as well. Yeah, it would really suit you. I am standing here in my new favourite shirt, my cold chisel shirt, so it kind of gives me away. Funny story, we, we went and saw Chisel and Paul Kelly and stuff at Day on the Green over, over Christmas 2019 which is not that long ago. Uh, well, that seems like a while now. Feels like forever. <laughs> three weeks. And um, it was, I, th- I think my beautiful wife actually might have said this to me. I can't remember. But the comment was, you can tell you're at a cold chisel concert because I reckon every second bloke was grey goatee, yeah. grey hair, yeah. <laughs> had like black skinny jeans on. And pluggers? Um, there was a few pluggers, but there was a few like Doc Martens. Oh, yeah. Um, to be a flannos. And flannos. It's Melbourne. They had or to be flannos. Or flannos over the top of a T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Now we're rocking. The unbuttoned flannos over yep. the top of the you T-shirt. You were at a cold chisel like, concert. Fuck me. I'm one of them. You are. <laughs> I wasn't there, I might add. It was freaking awesome, by the way. <laughs> um, Barnsley screamed the house down as per usual. I cannot stand his screech. I'm sorry. I like their music. I cannot stand his voice. It's it fascinates me that with that guy. Um, by the way, this is a fuck it Friday episode. In case you hadn't figured, because mm, Coxie and I we're just talking shit, shit as usual. <laughs> uh, we do have something to to talk to you about though. Myth so Stick around. We're we're going to bust a big myth on today's episode, uh, but we're going to talk a bit more shit first. Mm. So the thing that does my head in about Barnsey is he screams like mm. a banshee, and then in that same song or the next song. He sings like a bloody a jazz uh, crooner. Like he he has that real clear voice, uh, but most of the chisel songs are just like. That's exactly what and that sounds. I don't terrible. know how he's not coughing his guts up by the end of the night. Yeah, well, I think he spent a lot of years lubricating it. Well, <laughs> I think that might be the answer. Really, <laughs> I sw- I swear they were drinking tea on stage. Him and Mossy. Had well, he doesn't drink at all now. Insulated. Um, Tea mugs, and they were sipping tea. That wouldn't surprise me because he <laughs> blew off alcohol. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, like years ago, 10, 15 years ago, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that wouldn't yeah. surprise me. So there's a myth. There you are. You need you don't need to drink alcohol to no, be a great rocker. Just lubricates your throat well. Yes, with black tea. Mm. Uh, Back now, to myth busting. Myth busting. The big myth we want to bust, and uh, and this is coming at you pretty early in 2020. So you may not have sorted your shit yet with your business and making changes. And if you have, big ups to you. Well done. Um, but one of the big myths about 
success in business is that you need the latest and greatest marketing strategies or Facebook uh, images or video editing app or I don't know what else. Um, Whatever other butterflies. Some new software. Um, perhaps you need to upgrade your phones because your iPhone's a bit old or maybe you should switch to Android and that's really going to change things for you. And pretty much most of that is a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to to add anything in most cases. No. To really change your business. And I think I rabbited on about this in a, uh, a trade desk one of the live coaching calls that I do every month and mm-hmm. uh, and Coxie does one a month as well. And I talked about pretty much the secret to making 2020 just crap all over all the other years in your business. I know what the secret is. You've just got to think really hard and it happens, right? You, you just wish it. You just vibrate up your success. I am currently vibrating. Make sure you put new batteries in it first. I know this is going <laughs> bad already because it's a Friday episode and it doesn't matter what I say, you twist it and turn it. I don't do anything. You start it. I just finish it. <laughs> anyway, that was below the line, Coxie. It was. So, um, yeah, you don't need all that shit. All you need to do is actually execute the 7,394 ideas that you've had in the last five years just execute one a week. So you're telling me that there's not actually seven steps to success? No. Just let me grab a bucket while I oh, vomit. Could we make it a communal bucket, please? Yes. The, the, you go, then I'll the go. The five keys to tapping into your inner fire. 21 steps <laughs> to making your life amazing. I don't know. I suck at titles. Nine one-liners to pick up more chicks. That's that's one I would pay for. Because <laughs> you need it now in your happily married life. Well, I kind of don't, but some of our listeners might. Well, I mean, I don't. Perhaps you should write it. Clearly, I didn't use any of those nine <laughs> no. Um I think Amy picked me up. Well, she can because she's stronger than me. So. She is stronger than you. Yeah. I want that T-shirt that says, my wife is stronger than you. You should make it. Yes. The, all the cool T-shirts aren't made anymore. Well, we've got to be politically correct. Mm. We can't be seen to be offensive or... Well, I'm not a politician, so I don't need to be politically correct. No, but you are part of tradies and business and we need to be politically correct. Bullshit. I know. Well, maybe on the Tuesday episodes, but... Just pass me the bucket. Here's the thing. The myth is that you need new ideas, you need new strategies, you need new techniques, you need new staff, new office equipment, uh, new tools. You don't. You just need to actually use the ones you've already got or execute the ideas you've already had. And and here's a question for you, listeners. How many ideas have you had that you've done nothing with in the last 12 months? 63. <laughs> uh, now, if your number is greater or lesser than Coxie's, doesn't matter. <laughs> no, if it's five one. great ideas, if it's 200, it doesn't matter. If you've thought of some things that you, you've think, you know what, we should be doing this. Mm-hmm. There's a question to ask yourself. What should we have done in 2019 that we didn't? Well, I've got a lot of answers for that. Yeah. No, well, don't you answer because that just incriminates me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but what should you have done that you didn't? It's a good question, isn't it? And m- just about all of you could write down three or four things at least 
that would have made a difference to 2019? So we had a lot of success with this question in our drawing board group just recently where we had our business owners stop and reflect about what it is that they didn't do in 2019. So we also made them look at or encouraged them to look at. We didn't make anybody do anything (laughs) because Warwick won't let me have the big stick. You won't let me do that anymore. No. But we encourage them to look at. Not after the lawsuit. No. Shh. Don't tell everyone. (laughs) What they did well in 2019. Yeah. What they didn't do well. Yeah. What they could have done better Mm -hmm. and what they didn't do that they should have done. And the didn't do, so what should they have done that they didn't, our our drawing board members actually pretty much came up with a 90-day business plan off the back of just that one question. Amazing ideas. And and they came back with one answer each and they were simple to implement. Yep. But nobody had done it yet. Yep. So with a bit of stick wielding. Yes. Guess what? And some coaching, you know. They're all partly doing it. We do actually coach them. Uh, But yeah, that's a question you need to ask yourself. What should you have done that you didn't? And then from that, just go and execute that this year. Just do the work, people. And... Do you know, a lot of people say, oh, yes, it's easy to say. That's easy to say was, but dot, dot, dot. It's like, yeah, everything's easy to say, you knob. Uh, And that's the whole point. If you don't start with that, though, how are you actually going to sit down and and write that on a piece of paper, stick it on a whiteboard in the office? Mm. Uh, I don't care how you do it. Shit, you might even commit to spending 50 bucks a month and join the trade desk. Hello. There's a thought for you. Hello. Um, And have someone like us keep you accountable to it if that's what you need or a bunch of your peers giving you feedback. Uh, But whatever it is, execute those things because that's what's going to make the real difference is what you do, not not dreaming up all this new shit. And to be honest, I think a lot of us do that. Well, you do that, listeners. uh, You don't do that, Warren? No. Procrastination. Never. Avoidance. Never. No. I don't do any of those things. <laughs> I can't. You're always ringing me, poking me and telling me to do stuff. Well, you gave me the stick. <laughs> and that's kind of the point is when we work on our own. Uh, that's a good point. It's really easy to convince ourselves that we don't have time and all these it's other bullshit important. excuses. Yep. Uh, or it's too hard or, you know, you don't understand or whatever. So uh, if you don't have a coxie um, prodding you regularly to keep you on track and you don't like hearing it from your missus or your husband, then... There's um, another good point. Then maybe one of the things on your to-do list, it's not called a to-think-about or (laughs) to-strategize or to-procrastinate list, it's called a to-do list, your action list, should be to get some external accountability this year. Maybe that's the difference for you. I know personally I don't... I might be very good at making other people accountable, but I also need somebody to help me be accountable. Who's I, that? I think we Who all does that do. Because I'm not game. <laughs> it's the builder. <laughs> and if it's not the builder, it's one of the children. Nah, yes. They're the keeper of my goals. Yeah, yeah. But it works, right? We all need somebody to say, hang on a minute, you're going to do this by this time. Where are you at? What do we need to do to help you get over the line? Mm. How do we help you do the work to get that done? Because this is the truth of it, right? And this is something you and I talk about all the time. We're constantly telling those tradies that reach out to us, there isn't any magical solution. There's no magical pill. You're actually going to have to work. You're going to have to do the thing and get it done. Oh, my gosh. The (laughs) 2020, it, it still does my head in the fact that everyone's looking for the hack. Yes. And the the shortcut and the the roundabout way to get whether it's health, whether it's muscles, whether it's 
better relationships mm. or knowledge or more money, you know, there's friggin' Bitcoin mm. strategies and all this shit and how much of it actually works. None of it. What it does is it makes money for the people who are selling the hacks. Hello. They're selling the, the, the programs on get massive gains in 90 days with this three-step formula. <laughs> That was a good accent. Uh, by some ex-Navy SEAL who's absolutely jacked. And you oh, know how yeah. he got jacked? Yeah. Because he's been pumping iron for 20 fucking years. Exactly. So it's the same in business. Anyone that's telling you that you can turn your business around in three months using this simple formula or, you know, the secrets they've learned in 20 years as an entrepreneur, that's got to tell you something. They've been an entrepreneur for 20 years, mm. which means they've probably failed 15 times. So true. And busted their ass to succeed. It unfortunately takes work. None of us want to know that it takes work, but it really does. But the work doesn't need to be really hard. No, it's not complicated. There are ways in which to do it efficiently and effectively, and you can get support and help with that so that you're not doing it on your own. But you do have to do the work. And, Coxie, you and I have literally just finished a meeting with our awesome VA. who is Absolutely gold. Yes. Um. And basically, we've we've dumbed down. Well, I shouldn't say dumbed down. We've distilled down the entire uh, body of work to build a kick-ass trade business into six little modules. Six easy steps, and they are easy. They're going to oh, take some work. Oh, it's a six-step process. No, it's not. <laughs> but the the point of that is, it's not it's not a twenty-module friggin' course that runs for twelve months. It's like six. Six hours. It's the basic stuff, right? It's about that's ensuring it. that's that all you've you need got, to know. That's all you need to know. If Getting you get the paid, basics right, you get everything doing right. Doing your sales right, your marketing, everything. Mm-hmm. Six modules. We literally said, is that it? Have we missed something? Nope. And we we could pad it out more no. with crap. No. But, uh, but you know, we're going to release that course, uh, Trading Business Essentials, pretty soon. Yes. So keep an eye out for that. But that's it. That's the fundamentals and that's all you need to execute in your business. You don't need hours and hours and hours of learning and bullshit. Um, pretty much what we do with our drawing board members and, and you know, the trade desk members who reach out to us and our, our one-on-one clients that we work with uh, as their tradie wingmen and women is um, make them do stuff. So that's the point I want to draw to, right? This course will not save your business. This course will not change your life. It will not do anything unless you do the work. Yeah. The work can potentially save your business. Mm. The work can potentially change your life. But you need to be prepared to do the work. Yeah. And I've... it's not six steps of work. There's no. A, there's, I guess, six le- – there's not even six learnings. There's lots of learnings within six modules. But it's not going to do anything unless you do the work to make it happen. Yeah. you, you got to press the accelerator not... in the car to get it to go somewhere. Yes, but you got to fuel it first. We're getting into Check wanky analogies now. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're good at those. Anyhow. Actually, you're exceptional at those. I'm, I'm what the wanky better. analogies? Yes, yes. Well, I'm glad you're learning from the master. <laughs> so, oh, snap! Myth busted. Uh, no new stuff. And no. look, our six modules are out there on Google. You can get them for free. Yeah, you don't need us to tell you. The point is, it's uh, it just uh, cuts through all the bullshit. Tells you the simple shit you need to do. And um, that's the, the point of today's episode is you just got to do it. Do more. Do more this year. So can we make a commitment all together this year? 
Yeah, yeah. Can you hear all the voices? I can, and they're yeah. all saying, I don't want to do this, Nicole. What the fuck are they on about? <laughs> I want us to commit to working hard. But but I, that's the whole point. I don't want to work hard, Nicole. I know that you don't, but if you do the hard work in the beginning, you'll reap the rewards later. See, I, I was about to wrap the episode up, and now I'm not. No, I know. Well, it was only 15 <laughs> minutes. People want to hear more of but us. But some people like quickies. So, well, they might like a quickie, but so there's still work before and after the quickie. The um, oh damn it, the train of thought's gone. <laughs> you got talking about quickies, and I got distracted. No, you brought it up as usual. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Something about uh, you know doing more and and uh, working hard. Yeah, so tradies are really That's good right. at working hard yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. job. They're not good at working hard on the business. Um. Life and business and success and all that stuff is always hard work. Always. I think there's this misguided idea that one day the hard work will stop mm-hmm. and I can sit on my ass and collect my $150,000 profit check from my business and all I have to do is read the paper, play PlayStation and you know drink beer with my mates. It's never going to happen. No, it's bullshit. It doesn't exist. Anyone who's getting any benefit out of life or business is working hard. Mm. Now, the nature of the work changes over time. So what you do and what you work hard at changes. Mm -hmm. The stuff you and I work hard at now in our businesses is very different to 10 years ago Mm. where, you know, we don't do our own book work. We don't do our own admin. You know, we have Annalisa that does a whole bunch of stuff for Mm -hmm. it for us. Um, we're still working hard, though. Yes. We're working hard on creating content, on, on coming up with new products, mm-hmm. on supporting our members mm-hmm. uh, and our clients. It, it changes over time. And so in a trade business, when you first start out, you're working hard mm. on the tools. Yes. You're working hard building houses or digging ditches or whatever the hell you do. Over time, as a trade business owner, yeah, you'll put down the hammer or the pipe cutters but you'll always be working hard. Mm-hmm. You'll be working hard in the office reading financial reports mm-hmm. and running training sessions for your management team and sitting with your general manager and talking about what's going on with margins mm-hmm. and meeting with stakeholders in the development project that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like you're still working hard. It just looks like different work to what you do earlier on. So Absolutely. I think there you go. There's a bonus myth we just busted that <laughs> success in life is always hard work. So, which of the two Mythbusters are you? The the one with the beard. Oh, I was going to be the beardy one. <laughs> Just because I've already got a beard. Yeah, but I... And I don't think you've got much chance of growing one. Excuse me, I shaved mine off just for today's episode that we've videoed. It's what color, all gone What colour is yours when you grow it? It's a bit crazy. <laughs> sucked in. Mine actually gets a bit ginger on the end when it, when Does it, it? grows longer. Yeah. Yeah, my my eight year old daughter told me in no uncertain terms at Christmas time that I'm not to shave my beard off. Oh, that's very cute. So there you go, and my wife loves it too. You're going to need that warmth on your face <laughs> eventually. <laughs> um, I think it's only because I had it when my daughter was born, and she's, she's used to it. She's trying to picture dad with no beard. And I, I don't think, think I can her out. picture you with no beard. My head gets very round. Have I known you with a no? That no, 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 no one in the last. 10 years would have seen me without a beard. Do they get itchy? Mine does not. Doesn't it? 
lot of lot of dudes say that it does, but no, I don't get. Is it itchy because beard. yours is clo- like a, um, the builders doesn't get itchy either? Is it? Do you think it's because close? Whereas the bigger bushier ones. Even when I've grown it out, I've never gotten a bikey beard. But when I do let it go, it still doesn't get itchy. My brother has a full-on Ned Kelly beard. I, I, that's like a life goal for me. But my Ugh. beautiful wife has told me that I won't be achieving that She's life goal. She's a very smart woman, your wife. <laughs> I'm very much a supporter of your wife. <laughs> anyway, off beards, onto hard work. You're always going to work hard. You Accept are. it. Just, just embrace the fact you're always going to work hard. But the work you do will change. Yes. And uh, it's simple work, honestly. Success is fucking simple. It is. Actually, that's, we could do a whole other web <laughs> podcast on that. It is simple to do the work. Some yeah. of it might – well, actually, there's a myth there as well. It is simple. It might feel overwhelming and complicated to you, but that doesn't mean you can't outsource it. That doesn't no. mean that your work is actually researching the right person to do the work for you. It's still hard work. Mm. I've I've been convincing some of our our members lately to start outsourcing some things. We all leave Let it till it's too it. late. Let's be really frank. Even you and I have had this discussion oh this week gosh. that we left it too late to outsource some of our stuff. But the oh. truth is when you get somebody in with fresh eyes that are good at whatever said task is, they rip through it in quarter of the time it would have taken you to think about doing it. And even if they take the same amount of time as you to do the task and it costs you money, and, I, and this is where a lot of barriers come from True. for you as a trade business owner is, yeah, but that's money I'm going to have to spend. I can save that money by, by doing it myself. And you have to think about the opportunity cost is the fancy term for it, but the trade-off mm. For every hour you spend doing your own bookkeeping, that's an hour you're not out talking to referral partners, real estate agents, doing quotes, um, training your team, drinking friggin' beer. Spending time with your family. Exactly. And so, yeah, you're saving 45 bucks an hour or 50 bucks an hour or whatever you pay a good bookkeeper, but what's that costing you? by not going and doing a meeting with another commercial builder where you pick up 50 grand's worth of work from them this year. Particularly on the, actually, I think bookkeeping, marketing, probably any of these type of professional services is so easy to make a mistake that can cost you so yep. much more money as well. And Why you would you not outsource Pay that? your accountant to fix up your shitty bookkeeping. Oh, hallelujah. We all think we're God's gift to bookkeepers. <laughs> uh, so far... 12 years I've been doing this gig. I don't know how long you've been doing it, Coxie. I've not seen Never. any tradies that are better bookkeepers than a bookkeeper. No. <laughs> and is it worth the stress? I see a lot of tradie wives come into the business as the bookkeeper and, and they can do a fantastic job because that's their focus, I suppose. But is their potential not, again, still better used somewhere else in the business? Like helping you meet new clients, helping connect blogging. you with new people, blogging. Like the marketing and everything Networking. is probably one of the more difficult things to outsource yes. in the early days. But so much of that you can do yourself. Yes. You can write about your business. You can write about a customer story. You can get some before and after photos. Mm-hmm. That stuff will get you more money in the door doing your own books. It Absolutely. won't. It doesn't get you shit. No. Apart from a headache. Let's do some networking. Give your phone to your partner. Mm. single best decision we made in our business. Yep. I took the phone suddenly. Only the phone calls the builder actually needed to take were the ones that he got. Otherwise, Mm. none. He could work freely without distraction. Yeah. Work hard. Yeah. There you go. Very hard. (laughs) 
So there you go. What did we bust? Like seven myths. Twenty-two. Seven seven secrets to success. <laughs> uh, we'll put that in our book when we write it. But uh, yeah, stop stop looking for new ideas, new ways to succeed. It's all right in front of you. It is. It's the shit you didn't do last year. Mm, so true. Get that done this year, and uh, guarantee you'll get better results or your money back. <laughs> Good thing this podcast is free. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we have a money back guarantee in our. In our trade desk? We do. Don't know about the drawing board. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> I think we do, actually. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, get someone to help you implement the shit and uh, you'll get some better results this year. If you need a stick being welded at you to get your shit done, you know Coxie's where to come. has got a big one. Stick, that is. There is your public service announcement for a Friday. Hope you have a fantastic Friday. <laughs> Happy weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll dream up some more shit to bring to you next week. <laughs> right. See you. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.